You know, oh, you know what they have to add? They need to give you the ability to just grab someone, mm-hmm. boost pack up, Ooh. and then drop them from high altitude. Right. Imagine taking pirates out that way. Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Starfield with Normal People. My name is Michael and I'm here with Dwayne. Dwayne, how are you doing? Good, good man. What's up everybody? Thanks for hanging out with us. Yes, thanks for being here. Um, Really nice to have everyone uh, listening and if you are a fan of the show... We're actually going to be trying a new segment out later that you can actually be a part of. Audience participation. Yeah. Yeah. Very fun. And get don't worry, don't worry. It just involves playing the game. Right. No math homework. Yeah. So not yeah. that much, at least. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little bit trying but to figure minutes. out stats. <laughs> but very small rock. Very small. Um, but yeah, we will talk about that more very soon, a little later in the episode. So stay tuned to that. But before we get to that, Dwayne, as always, I thought maybe we could talk about some news and community items. Yeah, absolutely. So you sent me a uh, a knife with an extended mag. mag yes. Mag. I can say it, I promise. <laughs> I wanted to say mod and mag at the same time. Extended mag mod. Like, you know how you pick up weapons and you're like, yeah. oh, cool, it has mods. Well, It's got little, yeah, mods and traits and stuff. And, well, this one's a, a rare no, it's an epic, whatever okay. purple is. That is epic. I mean, yeah. <laughs> for, for those quick, uh, you don't have to reload the knife as much. I reload guess, the right? knife, yeah. Um, and so if anyone is confused, yes. So you get your weapons and you get rare traits attached to them and um, posted on the Starfield subreddit by Postpone Malone. Mm-hmm. I really, really like that name. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, they got an epic knife with... An extended magazine. Does yeah. him no good. How does that happen? Seems like that would have been sussed out a long time ago, but yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I get the randomization, you know, and you could say, well, he just got a bad roll. But at the same time, maybe knives shouldn't have that available to Twist them. ending, <laughs> pun intended, but uh, it actually helps. You know, that would be <laughs> <Maybe>. interesting. Like <laughs> maybe know. there's some, yeah, there's some weird thing. <laughs> some that, kind of side effect although hey i would love if you could reload knives and here's what i'm imagining either it's like a butterfly knife that goes right right? (laughs) or it's like henry cavill in the mission impossible movie where he reloads his his arms he does the arm reload (laughs) i'm doing it right now (laughs) (laughs) i love that um so yeah that's that's pretty funny so uh an unfortunate role there that um, always makes me think of keanu reeves in the first matrix too when he when he's doing the big fight at the end in the subway and he like does that same kind of reload and like yeah. all the dust like yeah, shakes off yeah. of him. he just yeah that tiny little movement but he shakes the dust off yeah. yeah um yeah so in addition to that we actually did get a small update mm-hmm. to the game um very t- teeny tiny update i actually you know i think some people are a little bit there are some people that are a little bit annoyed, but I say, hey, if you've got a little thing and it's working, send it our way. I what was, do you mean, a little thing? So a little thing in this case being the FOV slider. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I feel like that was just icing on what the patch actually was, which was stability, right? Yeah. That was the big thing. And they were like, okay, guys, we have this big patch coming out. 
Um, it's going to fix a lot of st- stability issues. It's going to make the game run better. No one's yeah. going to be excited about it. It's not going to get any news unless we add yeah. something that's cool. And that's the, the FOB slider, right? Have you actually looked asking, at it? Yes, I have. Okay. And so what's funny about it is I knew the FOV slider was coming. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I know. Sure. I wasn't excited. And then, of course, you got a text from me that sounded very excited because I was like, <laughs> FOV slider was just updated. Um, like Michael was really excited for this. It's because slider. it's because I got into the game and I and I bumped the FOV up. Mm-hmm. Number one, like it, I didn't notice it affect like uh, the, the stability. So maybe the patch is working. Mm-hmm. I suddenly was like, oh wow! I, I I was I didn't realize what I was missing mm. because I bumped the FOV up to a hundred. 1.21. 1.21. Yeah. And uh, I I really like it. Like not only it makes it better for first person, but the, so the third person option before I would always click and then click again. Mm-hmm. And maybe some listeners also have this problem. I was getting really annoyed because I preferred the second third person option that was so a little further out. An extra click to get to that preferred option i did and but now yeah well i wouldn't worry about it if it would leave me in that but loading screens or if i go into the scanner or whatever it would bump you from the second option Mm -hmm. back to the first okay and so i would i kept having to switch to the third right just one of those little annoyances that eventually drive you crazy because you're doing it every five minutes or whatever yeah so what's nice is bumping the FOV to 100 in third person actually puts me at a very comfortable distance from my character mm-hmm. on the first option. So number one, they not should enough to fix smell it. your character. No, but, I mean, not enough. Yeah, you not can, close enough. You can see what they're smell. getting into. So but does the when you? I just like it. Yeah. When you go beyond, I mean, what does it go to? It goes to 100. It goes to 110. 110. So when you move it to 110, does your wife's monitor in the next room get a, like a third of your screen on it? as well (laughs) (laughs) well you know what's funny is what's going on here what's funny is um i i I didn't notice stability issues going to the all the way to 110 Mm -hmm. but i just didn't like the way it looked right just you know a little too much too much i did did notice that um when i went to a planet yesterday it was a really cool planet in terms of I don't know, like it looked more Earth-like than a lot of the planets I've been landing on lately, which were yeah. like ice, you know, barren ice planets for some reason. I was on a, on a roll with hitting those, but I, I landed on this beautiful planet and I'm like, oh, cool. And I kept panning left and right because there was like mountains over on the left and like cool sky and then a thunderstorm rolled in. Oh, nice. It was like, so if I would have changed the FOV option, that would have given me a little better vista to yeah. enjoy Right. Yeah. And for, for anyone that hasn't found that option yet, it's actually, it's not in the graphics option or, or display. It's in the accessibility options actually. Okay. Um, so yeah, find that. Um, something you said about the thunderstorms, I have to say I was on a planet once and yeah, thunderstorm rolled in, but very slowly. Mm -hmm. And it really made me appreciate like, how weather works in the game. Me too. Because I saw in the distance, I saw sort of like when you see rain start to fall like very far away and it's just that kind of mist. 
and I saw a lot of like light beams coming through the clouds and then slowly it just got more and more overcast. Right. Oh, it was very lifelike. I loved the it. The weather in this game for, for as much, you know, bitching and moaning as people have done on the character, maybe animations and look. Yeah. The landscapes are 10 out of 10. That's where the, that's where they the game really, really shines. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I prefer to be out. <laughs> on a barren planet Not more than <laughs> more than hanging out on I, uh yeah on jemison ghost fixed it fixed the um staring npcs remember like you're dealing yeah. with an npc in <laughs> in a city and then suddenly like an, another npc would just be twisting their neck around a 180 <laughs> trying to like stare you down and looking really yeah weird. i have yeah. not had that happen recently so maybe it's been yeah patched I, I think you're right i think they they definitely tweaked it and just they're like, we're not going to mention this. We're just going to make it a it little never better. never happened. Erase. Yeah. <laughs> Control, delete. I saw an interesting post also. Okay. Um, you know, somebody pointed out that at the start, not, not somebody, I'm going to give credit. I'm going to say that Nikolai on the Starfield subreddit mm-hmm. mentioned that at the start of the game, you are taught... He's not a mod, is he? Because I hate the mods. Are the mod? <laughs> I'm just, just kidding, mods. <laughs> Maybe. Love you guys. <clears throat> um, you're taught to power off your ship subsystems in order to stealth yes. past enemy spaceships. Mm-hmm. Now, this person says, is this mechanic ever used again? Well, my quick answer is, well, you're never forced to use it again. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I used it. I about a week ago. I kept dying due to spacers or whatever. I was warping into somewhere I had to go. I don't remember what it was, but there were three enemy ships, and they were making quick work of me. Mm-hmm. So I remembered the tutorial. I powered down. I was able to just kind of sneak over to one side, and then I was able to move on. I think I warped out or That's something. Cool. Yeah. So I I do understand that. It's kind of like the watch. We talked about that. Like it used it once and then never yeah, nary then a mention never. of the watch ever again. But yeah, uh, this is in the game. It's a mechanic and it's something that you can use and it's effective. And then that made me think of, I've been using the Mantis. Like I got that right away, but right. you built your, or you, what ship did you start with in the first like 20 levels? Use the Constellation or? Well, I was using the Constellation, but I had upgraded it. Like mm-hmm. I had done some modifications and then I did the Mantis, the the mission, but then I just didn't, I don't use the ship. You don't ship. set it as your home ship or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and I've now built a big ship, but now I'm rethinking it because you told me. Well, I thought this was common knowledge. And when I mentioned it to you, you're like, what? I had no <laughs> idea. Is, yeah. When you roll into a battle in the, in the Mantis ship, the uh, the Razor Leaf. I called it the Mantis a couple episodes ago. It is the oh, Razor Leaf. That's right, the Razor Leaf. But it's the Mantis. You know, you are the Mantis, basically Batman in space. Um, enemy ships will be like attacking a freighter, and then they see you, and they're like, "Oh my! Oh no! It's the Mantis! Oh, we're sorry, Mantis. Uh, we're just gonna leave. Don't kill us, please." And they this take so off cool. like three ships just warp out. And you're like, oh, thank God, because I was getting my butt kicked before. I'm not a great space battle guy at this moment. Um, right. And like I fumble really, with like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm on engines. I'm like fumbling over. And that is such a throwback to early space space games. Like I know Todd mentioned that, like you yeah. like the ability to change the systems. But, man, I struggle with that because I'm like, 
why can't I fire? Oh yeah, I need to you know power my lasers. Put power, yeah, yeah. So, but that's cool because I was telling you the dialogue box came up of like after the the bad guys run away because they're scared of the because space Batman showed up. Yeah, space Batman showed up. (laughs) They're like um, the freighter hails you and is like, "There's two people. There's a co-pilot and the main guy." And the main guy's like, "Thank you, Mantis." And the the co-pilot's like. Yeah, he's like a super fan. He's like, yeah, the Mantis never asked for payment and all this stuff. So it gives you a dialogue box of like Shut feeling up. guilty about asking for payment or just going going ahead and, and letting the co-pilot down and, you know, kind of ruining the Mantis lore of like asking for payment or being a kind of a jerk about it. Well, so, the Mantis, uh, you know, is a little low on cash at the moment. Yeah, so. <laughs> even Space Batman needs his funding. That is just, that is such a cool aspect of of that that, like it's hidden i Mm -hmm. did not think that that would be a thing i just thought oh cool ship we'll set that aside and the the fact that like people recognize it like criminals recognize it the way they recognize Mm -hmm. batman and gotham it's awesome yeah and that's another you know kind of aspect of this game that the game itself as a as a core game it's kind of vanilla if i if i dare say so but what what the overall game becomes because of all these little things is not vanilla. It becomes a chocolate fudge sundae or something more exciting with sprinkles and everything. I mean, all these little things, these kind of things that blindside you in during gameplay is what is going to make this game keep me. It's what's going to keep me playing, you know, for the foreseeable future. And this is what happens with Bethesda games. And we have mentioned it before, but it's like, that that's why it's so tough to get your friends to like if they've never played Skyrim, if they've never played Fallout or Starfield, mm. it's tough to like just get them interested right away. Yeah, because where these games really shine is is when some random thing ha- happens that you weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't think he was gonna recognize that I'm in the ship, or oh wow, like. I, I know that I've been to this cave before. I'm thinking of Skyrim <laughs> mm-hmm. because I see a bunch of the stuff that I dropped mm. like many moons ago. Right. Um, so, yeah. Mostly it's, enemy skulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just, yeah, that's that's a cool feature. So, yeah, if you want to stealth, uh, apparently, and I, hey, this is not a tutorial. I couldn't tell you how to do it, but I did read that somebody uses the stealth power down systems as a way to smuggle contraband. So look that really? up because there's, wow. I don't know what the steps are. Yeah. Or if it is different depending on like if it's New Atlantis, a major planet yeah. that you're coming into where there's a big presence or if it's like one of these smaller planets where you get scanned. But I wonder if they what don't it see is. you, I mean, they can never scan you, right? It's but interesting because I know that when you warp in. It happens pretty much right away, it, right? It's right away. Yeah. But here's something to test. Could we, instead of warping in next to Jemison, Mm -hmm. what if you go to a different planet, you warp to a different planet in that system? Right. And then can you like sneak somewhere? But doesn't it, wouldn't it take like eight hours to (laughs) fly over? Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to have to look this up later and see. But again, this is a thing in the game that you could test. Just real quick, like, have you tested the barrier? Because you said you were going to test the barrier of, like, a planet. Have you walked you know the 45 minutes required? I just to... never did. Okay. I just never See, did, never felt like it. I think we were right like about, it. like, not give, not, like that not being a thing. That's yeah. not a problem with the game. 
It's not. Yeah, yeah. the bar- the barrier of like, oh, you've gone too far from your ship. I think the game very smartly stops uh, populating points of interest anywhere near a barrier. Mm-hmm. So like, like nothing out here. Yeah. I don't know about you. I, I think most people are probably like this. When I'm exploring, I'm looking for points of interest. and I'm going towards those points. Otherwise, you're just, you know, it's you're hoping trees. to find some <laughs> minerals or, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's such a non-issue that it, it's just amazing that, like, I feel like somebody had to be trying to find a problem, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> at your level, I, I'm, a, I'm much further because I played a lot yeah, more. I think I'm at like 22 right now. Aren't you starting to feel like skill points are so precious? I boost all the time. So yeah. I went... That was the, I was going to do the shotgun thing. I ended up doing full on boost. I'm like level four on the booster pack Yeah. because we're talking about like going to points of interest. Well, it's just not that fun to be walking from your ship to the point of interest all the time. Like it takes too long kind of, I wish it was even faster than it is. Yeah. Maybe there will be a future way. I hope that, um, I know everyone, well, yeah, (laughs) the mechs would be amazing. I know everyone wants uh, some sort of Land Rover. Uh, I I do too. I'm I'm not disagreeing. I really feel like maybe uh, streaming is an issue. So streaming meaning Mm. like the loading of the land and level, like if you go too fast, is it? Can the game not handle it? Let's not worry about that. Let's let the developers worry about that. Yeah, they can worry about that. There's Um, a way to hide it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. So, so I would love a land vehicle. Um, but also if they just, uh, maybe later give us an additional boost to the boost packing. Mm -hmm. Um, I I gotta tell you, I, I was doing skip pack forever Mm -hmm. and then I switched to boost pack because it, it is really fun to slow down time while you're boosting in the air and just rain down death from above. Mm -hmm. But recently, I just thought I got to go back to skip pack because right now for me, it's all about traversal. Exactly. So can we talk about uh, the powers real quick? I think we're into, what are we, a month into the game? Yeah. I mean, is it okay if we cover some of the powers? I think so. So uh, yeah, the special powers that you get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So personal atmosphere. Do you have that one? Oh, yeah. Is that useful? I, what, is, what am I missing on this one? I'm like, so what is... so useful. Okay. For what? <laughs> Please. So personal atmosphere makes it so that you don't lose oxygen, which is basically your stamina bar. Right. And the reason it's useful is I will... Um, so right now I'm doing a ton of weapon crafting. Nice. And crafting in general. I'm finally doing that. I just got my level four crafting. I'm still red yeah. when I walk up to one of those. Like I don't even have the <laughs> perk to unlock... Oh the yeah. The first thing. I I didn't I didn't need it um at the beginning cuz I was like I'll just find weapons. Mm-hmm. Like you find That's what but, I figured. Yeah. Now I'm like late game so I'm crafting. So I will go to a shop and I will load up on stuff. So I am over encumbered. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll be loaded up so much that I will go into the red on my oxygen like just immediately running out of the shop. Mhm personal atmosphere gives you like 
I don't know, like a minute. It moves of, with you. It's just around you. Yeah. So, so this is not like you spawn it and then you immediately walk out of the bubble. So I <laughs> okay. no, I Maybe am I... sprinting. Yeah. I'm sprinting back to the lodge. Nice. Because that the is a lodge, clever tactic. The lodge has so I'll, I'll go to the UC, it's like the UC uh you know, it's like military surplus store. Mm-hmm. I go there, I pick up whatever supplies I need, and then I go across the street to Outland. I pick up whatever I need there. And then, yeah, you Michael's acted, shopping day. Here you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> big, my big, that's my Saturday. I get some pretty carrots. Good, pretty good Saturday. Um, and then personal atmosphere lets you just bolt, sprint, and you're not losing any oxygen, no okay. stamina lost. Now I know. Thank so you. So there you go. I did it's, not want to have to Google that. I it's... wanted to just figure out how to do it in game, but I was like, I was spawning it or I was triggering it. And then I was like, I mean, maybe I just didn't, I I mean, I, I read it and everything, but I'm like. Yeah. Well, I get it. Cause you were thinking it was like a bubble that mm-hmm. you put somewhere and that you stay there. Right. But no, it's, it's all, it's around you and it stays with you. So dumb Dwayne. Jeez. What a moron. <laughs> but the, to be fair, there's so many things in this game. Like if you, if you have to take more than a, a 15 seconds to figure out what it does or what it is, then you could take years to figure out everything in this game. You joke about being dumb, but some of the powers, I like the last couple of powers I've gotten, Mm -hmm. the description is so vague. It's a little vague. It does. I find all their descriptions kind of vague in the game. They're all kind of vague, Mm -hmm. but I, I couldn't tell you which ones I got, but I got two recently that, uh, like literally the description tells me nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> there's still one uh maybe a listener can help me um i i i could google it i haven't looked into it too deep last night i got a, a new ability that's like it's like a pull it says something like a gravity it's, pull oh go no straight to go or no <laughs> do not collect 200 yeah no it's Get it's like elemental pull or something mm-hmm. and i thought maybe it was like a jedi pull towards you but i i tried it i don't see anything happening okay see there so, you go so yeah. you're like me with the there personal atmosphere yeah. until we figure out until you actually google it's not like for me i don't grab my phone and quickly google what it is i'm no, immersed in the game so i'm like maybe game. i'll check this out later yeah. and i never never remember it i do that too i see i'm like well i got that power i don't know what it does yeah. try it <laughs> Well, Still don't know. Okay. <laughs> I have I have powers, but I never use them in combat. I always forget about them. Like I need to figure out one oh, that I yeah. really like and then just use it. The first one they give you is pretty cool, especially for hallways, mm-hmm. like especially inside it's space stations toward. and stuff. No, the one that um lets them uh anti-gravity, anti-gravity like everything that's just, right. just yep. floats. Um it you know what's funny is the one that slows down time. I, I don't know how useful it is, but it is so much fun. I just like yeah. feeling like Max Payne. Like basically. How I far, just, how many more do I need to get before I get that one? <laughs> I don't is know it like if it's how many in, or if it's in. which ones. Because I don't know if they're specific to location. But I will say I got it not too long after starting to collect powers. We were talking about the descriptions and how, how they're vague on the powers, but like in the... In the perk tree, it kind of was weird because there's like a left and a right for the description. And one is like very generic and very vague. Yes. And then you have to like yeah. look over to the right side and see what the actual actual power does or yeah. upgrade does. 
it's kind of I thought it was a weird design choice because it is why I don't need to read that text on the left. You basically never, yeah, you never have to read it. You never. Why did you put that it. in the game? It should just tell me like this does this. Just get yeah. Why do I need a paragraph on the left? That you know what's funny is. It'll have the the little blurb like if you if you have to unlock uh, other things before it, you have to mm. spend points before it. You know, it's just locked, and you can't read what it does. But then I think I just recently, uh, after like a hundred hours of playing, found out that you can just click A, and it it, it I think ungraze it. I think or it, <laughs> no, I think it will open up like all four levels, uh, so you can see what they do. Mm-hmm. I think you can see that even when it's locked. And it I was makes like, sense. Wow, that you should be able to okay. You know, see what you're trying to get further into in the tree you know yeah it's like don't just surprise me i need to know what this next one is but it's kind of like every time i'd play fallout 4 i would definitely like i'm starting a new character and i go all the way to the bottom and Mm -hmm. and basically to go what am i working towards well like what crazy ability am i working (laughs) towards do you want to hear something funny so uh, the first i don't know 10 hours of fallout 3 I was brand new to Bethesda. That was my first game I played. And I didn't know that you could scroll down on that oh. thing. So I filled out like just the top the two top. or whatever it was before you could scroll down. And then one day somehow I like scrolled down. I was like, what? <laughs> there's like, more? <laughs> there's so many more like perks. that, And now I wasted all these other. I was oh, like man. super balanced, but like weak. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you just you don't ever want to be completely balanced in those games because you you really miss out on some key abilities mm-hmm. um i even saw someone talking about starfield and saying that they put no skill points no perk points into i guess it's skill points they put none into any of the the combat the guns or anything mm-hmm. and i did because my character was a former hitman like that right. that was what i thought of and I was like, well, he'd be really good with weapons. Mm-hmm. I don't regret it necessarily, but I can definitely see where those just make you better at shoot, shoot. Mm-hmm. But there are so many other perks. It's a small aspect of the game. They open up actual gameplay changes. Mm. Um, you know, you were talking about ship combat difficulty. And mm-hmm. I have to say, finally, like I finally started putting points in ship like piloting i was gonna say like pilot should be the first thing that everyone puts a, a point or you a really skill point in should because you do a lot of piloting and combat in the first you know in the game in general i cut through the main story and i did a couple of ship battles that were very difficult because i had not put any perk points into any ship combat whatsoever i have to say the skill point that lets you like lock on so you can already lock on for missiles and stuff, mm-hmm. but oh my gosh, Dwayne, now when I lock on, it, time slows down and it goes, Beautiful. it zooms in on the ship and you choose, do I want to shoot their the engines, engines or so whatever? So you can actually board them and do, because yes. I read about that yes. and I was like, I must really suck at space combat. <laughs> I thought the I same thing. I've never been able to like pinpoint or like choose specific targets well of course it's a because thing the, you have to unlock yeah. yeah the tutorial tells you you can That's do it. it yeah they lied <laughs> but they don't asterisk. tell you yeah asterisks uh if you you know <laughs> unlock the thing 
Yeah, it's so funny. I feel like that could be, I don't enjoy the space combat right now because I don't have any points in there. Man, I should start putting some points in there. I probably, it'd probably be a lot more fun. I actually did see one video of a dude that it was kind of like a Star Destroyer, but it had auto turrets. And I was like, that's my my jam right, right. there. Just right. you roll in and the turrets just are like taking everything out. See? I was like, this is rad. I don't need to like target stuff. I don't need to try yeah. to fly around and turn and chase people around. I'm like, I just want to be obliterate them. Yeah. And move on. Like I'd get I'd get satisfaction out of them getting auto turreted. It kind of makes you feel more like you're the commander of a larger ship right. organization, you know, a team. Because it's kind of like you just roll in and you're like, fire. You just command. Good point. I'm a right? boss. So <laughs> yeah. I want to feel like a boss. So like a boss. <laughs> um, yeah. And speaking of of the perk points and stuff. So, of course, like uh, I put all four, you know, I put four points into boost packing. Mm-hmm. Most people do because just like get that jet pack going, right? Yeah. The amount but, of boosting that you're doing in the game is, you know, it's huge. so important. But then, of course, in addition to that, there's boost assault, mm. right? So there's perk points that you can put into boosting and fighting. Okay. I saw a video somebody showed of... What happens when you have four rank four of boost assault? Mm-hmm. So, you know, okay, we jetpack up and we shoot, right? Well, with this, you jetpack up and then you stay stable. Nice. You stay, it's almost we weird. We predicted that a little bit, didn't we? We did. We talked about, yeah. We talked about that. It would be cool if you could do something like hang out yes. up in the air for longer, yes. right? That's so right. That's what that does. We did. Yeah. So he stays up there. And then on rank four, I think rank three, it's like you stay stable. Rank four, time slows down when you, oh, wow. you'll, you'll boost up and then you just unload. Shooting fish in a barrel. I have to say in, in episode one or two, you and I were wondering, could you stealth boost. and boost? Oh, yeah. I did once, and it once. was by accident, but I boosted way up. It was low-gravity moon. Mm. It was uh, a power pack, and I boosted way up over this, you know, spacer mm. that was below me, and they had no idea I was there, and I just dropped down and blasted them with a shotgun. Right. And I was like, I remember just thinking, I have to tell Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It made me think of the the guy who was dropping stuff on security, like in the city, and you can kill them without anybody caring. Did they fix that? <laughs> so you can like pick up did. an object and then kind of hold it over their head and like do it three times and oh, you kill that's the security right. force. He, they were killing people with with gravity, with gravity. Basically, so I wonder. That made me think. Like, what if you boost up there? align yourself and just drop down on them. but it was low gravity though so it would have just like you would have just been standing on their shoulders you know oh you know what they have to add stomp I, I just <laughs> they need to give you the ability to just grab someone mm-hmm. boost pack up oh. and then drop them from high altitude right imagine taking pirates out that way that'd be cool that'd be cool i think we should tell people about this little experiment that we're gonna try yes so as I said earlier, we're trying a new segment that involves 
you, the listener. Yeah. Basically, it's like a book club, except we're not reading unless you want to read the data pads. We are exploring. So I'm going to throw this name out here. You tell me if it's a bad name. Uh, Starfield Adventure Club. I like it. That sounds very Starfield. There we like go. It's G-rated and yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, Starfield it's, Adventure Club. It's just corny enough to work. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so basically, here's how it's going to work. Uh, so last week, I chose a planet. Mm-hmm. So I want to say at random, it sort of is and sort of isn't. Um, I definitely just looked around the map and I found, I didn't want to go too crazy. So we did a level 30 uh, planet. And I had never been to it. So if if you want to know, little tip for Starfield players, if you want to know if you haven't been to a star system yet, it will be a white dot with no glow. Ah, if it okay. is glowing like a star, you've been to that system. Interesting. So, there you go. So I went into this system that, that I hadn't been to before. That's not a prerequisite, but, uh, you know, I found this planet. I knew nothing about it, and I told Dwayne what planet it was. It was Lantana 3 mm-hmm. in the Lantana system. I love his guitar solos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah with uh, Rob Thomas. Basically, we are going to give another planet that Dwayne and I are going to go to. We play separately. We play on our own time, and then we come together, and we, we're going to talk about our experience so after let's yeah. Let's so it's like the book this. club. You you go. Yeah. You read the book. You come back and you discuss the book. You're gonna tell us what you found. Yeah. Except don't do Lantana three mm-hmm. because that's what we did for this week. Now we're gonna talk about it, and at the end of it, we're gonna give you another planet that we're all gonna go to together. So yeah, I, I've got some notes here. I'm gonna mm-hmm. pull them up. Yeah. What'd you find when you went to Lantana three? So. What's interesting is I think that you could just find a random spot to drop, or if you happen to have a point of interest already marked, mm-hmm. it's it's up to you. So I happen to have something just labeled uh, de- deserted UC Garrison marked on the planet. Okay. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go check that out. Now, I arrived during a raging thunderstorm. Now, this planet has extremely nasty, ugly, green, centipede-like creatures, and they're called cockroaches. I know it. I was going to talk about those because I ran into uh, a swarming cockroach is what they're called, aren't they? I think they're swarming cockroaches, although I think there's that's just their behavior because I've seen like herding and migrating. Right. Right. But swarming cockroaches, yes, those are the aggressive ones. And when I saw that on my scanner, I was like, oh, no problem. Let's go over and stomp these. Well, guess what? They're kind of big. They're big. They're, they're big. <laughs> they're like what? I don't know. Elephant sized? Maybe. Nah, maybe not that big. They're like <laughs> no, but they're, llama they're sized. They're like panther. Yeah. They're llama sized. <laughs> they're llama sized because they rear up on their hind legs and spit at you and do some crazy stuff, right? Oh, they spit at you. Yeah. And don't you like you your vision gets yes. bad? Mm-hmm. I could not believe I was basically like, Jurassic Park when <laughs> it's the, yeah the Dilophosaur yeah you know I, the name of that I'm a, wow. I was a big dinosaur nerd uh, growing really? up really yeah 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 <laughs> nice. Dilophosaurus um, okay I I got to the planet and I was like oh what have I done these things are mean 
Well, yeah. Right. And I think part of it is that this planet is beautiful. In fact, this is the planet I was talking about earlier. Like I landed, I was like, oh, this is like Michael really picked a great planet because it's got cool rocky outcrops. Yeah. I had the thunderstorm there too. So that's a thing on the on that planet. And it was like. Did your thunderstorm last like two days? I didn't spend enough time there okay. because I died. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I, I obviously I reloaded and played a little bit longer, but I'm only level 20 and um, the I was big guys, <laughs> what are the, there's another alien there, alien life form that's mm-hmm. like a level 35 or something. They're kind of like these slow meandering. They're um, nasty looking. The white, um, I know I. Well, there's I, like the little I, brain things that they fight. Brain they, sprout. Yeah, the brain oh. sprouts, they feed on those. But then the big thing is, you know, like it, basically I ran into it. Yeah. I started shooting at it and it charged me in like two hits and I was dead. And then I ran into a swarm of the swarming cockroaches. So I was like, man, this planet's tough. You want to know what's funny? I think last episode or the one before that, I was talking about how enemies just aren't tough enough. Mm-hmm. And then and then we go to this planet. We've and been it's hanging like around on rough. level one planets and systems or whatever. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. level is this star system? It's a level thirty. Well, I thought it okay. would be okay, but but yeah. I I can see where like you're level twenty and and yeah, mm. it was it was. Well, what's what's funny is I on the. I've been playing another game where my health is on the left side of the screen. So as I was combating the swarming cockroaches, oh, yeah. I'm just looking over on the on the left side of my HUD and I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I knew I took a hit somewhere in there. I got blinded by the spit or whatever. And, uh, and then I just up and died. I was like, oh yeah, because my health is on the right side of the screen. I just yeah, have been looking in the wrong spot. You know what's weird though? I I also just kind of don't pay attention to the health bar. Mm-hmm. It, it It's... For, I don't know why it's it's like in a weird spot. It's under your boost pack bar. It does give you the verb, uh, sound warning when you get low, like the yeah. your breath goes fast or whatever the heartbeat. I'm glad it does because I just for some reason don't notice mm-hmm. all the time, like when it's going down. I thought an interesting um, detail is you know like because we're doing this adventure club thing, I'm like paying attention to everything and I'm making notes and I notice those plants that are called a brain cage brain cage brain so it's this tall plant and it it's a plant you scan Mm. it as a plant but then you know what's so weird i started noticing where where there was a bunch of cockroaches they had killed something Mm -hmm. and it on the ground dead is are these things called um called cage brains oh and i'm so confused because I was like, wait, do the plants come alive and come walk alive? around? But no, there's there's the plant that's cage brain. Mm-hmm. And then there's an animal that's kind of like a dinosaur looking thing called the cage brain. So I'm, <laughs> I'm like, what's happening on this this planet? Like, I yeah. don't know. It's it's interesting. And that's the kind of stuff we want to hear about from our listeners too. Like if you find a cool alien life form whatever if you find fauna flora mountains thunderstorms interesting outposts yeah space if you fires, have any whatever. theories yeah because to me this gets my brain going and i could see a listener thinking the same thing where they're they see the plant cage brains and then they see these animal cage brains and you just kind of go 
is this how they're born and grow? So you kind of want to stick around and see if one pops out of the other. Yeah, that would be amazing. (laughs) Oh, rhino birth. It's hot in these rhinos. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it just, that's what I like is it it really, as I'm going around and exploring, I I start thinking about this stuff and I'm like, Mm -hmm. is this part of their evolution? When I went to Lantana 3, I landed at a mining facility. And I think it was the first one of that type that I'd seen in the game. And the scale of it was really impressive. It was just like kind of a skyscraper in the distance almost with oh, the with the mining yeah. facility and had all these pipes and stuff coming out of it. So it was really cool. And then as I was heading there, that's when I ran into the cockroaches and the right. I think the, uh, several dead cage brains. So... I, yeah, I kept finding dead cage brains. They're great for um, uh, something I was looking for, which was cosmetic. Oh, yeah. I, like, yeah, for some reason, I never collected any cosmetic and like everything I needed for like my helmet mods and all that, I needed that cosmetic stuff. So yeah. I put the little magnifying glass on it and that's where I found it. Lantana nice. 3. Nice. Um, yeah, so my point of interest was interesting. The the little point of interest was interesting. That's what it's designed to do. <laughs> point <laughs> um, of non-interest was interesting. The deserted UC garrison that I found. Oh, cool. Um, okay. So what was interesting about this place was I, I because we're exploring, I was like, I'm going to read anything that I find. And so I, I find this, which I don't always do, mm-hmm. by the way. Um Maybe I should because I found this very interesting. There was uh, the, the, this journal entry where they built this spot that they were going to test weapons. And then they don't say what kind of weapons. But after they started testing, he the, the journal entry number two was basically like, uh, yeah, I, we started testing a couple of weeks ago and I'm starting to notice some interesting growth of the plants in the surrounding area. Mm. And at first I was like, is this related to the cage brains? Yeah. <laughs> but it, but I don't think it was because then as I started exploring more, cause it was very dark outside, very stormy. I started noticing that the whole place was all broken up and busted by these huge roots that were coming out of the ground. Mm. So it was nice how this place had this like story. And I don't know if it's unique or if this is something that, that gets populated elsewhere. Right. But it was this cool little story of like, they were testing, you know, it's kind of an environmental tale where they were testing out these weapons and it made the, the roots in the ground just go crazy. Yeah. I wonder if they, like if I was a video game developer, I would make, you know, these bases and the story and the, and the object that is affected by it somehow like lego where you could piece them together Uh, yeah so so maybe this is a and maybe we just haven't played the game enough to know this but maybe you find another facility that has that same kind of situation but it's now it's i don't know what some other like weird phenomenon right that's coming in so it's not the same roots thing it's like yeah something different what i do like though is it was dark so i didn't see the roots first mm-hmm. i saw the journal entries and i was like oh interesting and then i saw the roots what's cool is if somebody goes there a uh, player and see, and it's bright outside it's not stormy they'll see the Immediately roots first see it. Mm-hmm. 
And then they get to kind of go, oh, what's happening here? This is crazy. Yeah. And then if they read, then they solve the mystery. They'll get to the root of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Kick it root down. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't. It was it was cool. Um, another uh, point of interest I've I've seen this before. It was uh, called Boneyard. Mm -hmm. Have you seen Boneyard? No. It's interesting. Okay. Maybe don't spoil it. I won't say. Okay. So this, I'll just say it's a point of interest that can pop up uh, randomly mm -hmm. on any planet. But yeah, when you find nice. it, let's talk about it. Just as an aside, mm -hmm. um, we've talked about the Land Rover vehicles that everyone wants. And yeah, I wanted to. But just in case anyone doesn't know, any point of interest that you go to is a fast travel point now. As long as you're not encumbered. Yeah. Can we just say encumbered is one of those words like moist that kind of elicits <laughs> a little a little bit of a weird, like, ugh, you know, like like a little nauseous feeling when I say encumbered. Yeah. Am I the only one who thinks that? I think I think you might be, but okay. when you say that, now I, you're gonna I think start moist. to think, yeah, I start to see the the problem with the word. But, Developers but, love that word too. It's like it's not just in Starfield. It's in but Baldur's is it, Gate. It's <laughs> is it there? I thought Skyrim always said over encumbered, and yeah. I just remember it from their previous games. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't. It says something else. It's like you're you're carrying too much weight, right? And I was like, cowards. <laughs> <laughs> you had a chance to use moist, and you didn't. This this is what people are talking about when they say that Skyrim was like mm -hmm. it was uh, dumbed down for the masses. It totally was. <laughs> so okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna boot You're up gonna Starfield. Load it up. I'm gonna see if it says over encumbered. We'll find yeah, out. Yeah, I'm trying to think of where it is. Maybe it's like on your um, for PC people when you hit B and you go to like the character stat sheet or whatever, and it shows your. You're probably right. Yeah, it shows your weight. Is it there? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Whatever. Stop saying whatever. Well, saying hey, whatever. I would like, okay, regarding Lantana 3, mm -hmm. I would like to make an observation that I thought was very cool. Okay. All right. So after I had investigated the forest area where I had green cockroaches, mm -hmm. I went elsewhere on the planet. And I went to a desert area and I found brown cockroaches, mm. like reddish brown. Okay. I thought that was very cool. That is a nice detail. Yeah. They could the have been lazy. They could have just had the same green cockroach in the in the desert. Yeah. But no. Yeah. They I thought that. that was very interesting. And I um I appreciated that. That also goes back to my Lego thing. Like the stuff is kind of all connected. Like if spawn in desert, then color brown, basically. Yeah. You know, like a, has that built into the... I actually leveled up my scanner to level three. Mm -hmm. I have to say, if if any of you are, you know, you like scanning planets, no. that helps. <laughs> <laughs> not Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne's Boring. Not at all. It helps because... Scan the NPCs, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Some animals are so small. And when you got to level three and then, um, and then later level four... The distance at which you can see them outlined in blue is really far. Everything opens helps. up at the third tier, I'm yeah. finding. Like the first two are kind of sucky. 
the third tier and the fourth tier is where it's at, which you would expect, but tempting <laughs> for you scanner types. You know, that would probably be one of the last things I ever do in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Go around getting not. 100% on planets. I do not care <laughs> at all. That's not, that's not Dwayne's mm-hmm. gameplay loop. I also, uh, this was where I accidentally got a landing spot that had two biomes in it. Mm-hmm. I've since learned, uh, even though that was very exciting when it happened to me, by accident, I've learned that it's very easy to force that Is it? on the game. Okay. Yeah. So Just find where it divides and land right. Yeah, on it. you can look at yeah. you can look at the globe and you can just sort of see where it's different, even like uh ice and whatever. Mm. And what you do is you click, click, click back and forth until you're like just one like you see it changing between uh like one pixel <laughs> you know mountains desert mountain right. desert okay and then you land so it's very easy to do that apparently it's possible but very difficult to get three, to get three. Wow. that's now my I, goal i pick it up what you're laying down there that could be cool i well that's where you want to build your colony or your uh, outpost I mean. yes i was gonna say that is i want an outpost in a place that's three biomes mm-hmm. intersecting. And the way they do it is really cool. So in Minecraft, when you go from like forest to desert, it's a stark, it's a line. It's mm-hmm. like, and now it's changed. In Starfield, there was a really cool like blending where you had like winter plants going out onto the sand of the desert and then vice versa, where, and then it eventually stops. Uh, it's a very cool. yeah very cool blend so well we would love to have you all join with us on our next starfield adventure club yeah so what i'd like our listeners to do is to look on your star map and look north of alpha centauri um you'll see a star system called vega oh that's nice because uh we live in las vegas that's right that's fun that's why I picked it. It's kind of like the, the Vegas of, uh, of Starfield. Yeah, so in the Vega star system is a planet called Vega 2. The moon of Vega 2 is called Vega 2C. So I want our listeners to go to Vega 2C and tell us what you find. Yeah, if you have just uh, something fun or funny or interesting that happens, let us know. Maybe we could take suggestions from, from our listeners. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And we're calling this the Dinosaur Book Club? or what? The, We're calling it the Starfield Adventure Club. Starfield Adventure Club. Yeah. Yeah, we got some great listener feedback, actually, on our on our last podcast. Um, uh, a person named Caleb who said, y'all, I came across this podcast randomly, and I'm absolutely loving it. Oh, that is, that's very nice. I, I love hearing that. It's so yeah, nice. It's, it's great to, to get some feedback like that. And he also said, it's refreshing to hear some positive feedback on the game. It's not perfect but I'm loving it and I'm glad y'all are as well. Please keep this podcast coming. Well, Caleb, Caleb, thank you. We yeah, appreciate that. Absolutely. Awesome. We had a, uh, also, uh, our Bondo said great show guys that they're listening on Spotify. So again, really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Then another fun one was, uh, someone named a small town geek said hello from Scotland. Give me your Scot- Scottish I- accent. <laughs> <laughs> Murder it. Oh, I hate the colonel with his wee beady eyes on that smart look on his face. Oh, you're going to buy my chicken. Ooh. 
he just unsubscribed. <laughs> He's like, how I, dare you? I am so sorry. Uh, if you are Scottish her. law, then I am Mickey Mouse. <laughs> um, that's a character from the movie Sorry, Marriage and Axe Murderer. Mm-hmm. And I apologize to all Scots. Your head is blocking the screen. <laughs> I've not seen that in a long time. I need to go back and watch That's it. Like, I think it holds up. It's I need cult to watch classic. it again. Yeah. Go watch it. Um, but a small town geek actually, uh, you know, said that they inhaled the podcast. Thank you for that. But they also asked, where did you spend your very first skill point? And are you playing as still your original character? Yes, I'm going to be playing this original character for a long time. My first skill point was actually um, in pistols because I really wanted faster reload. Mm-hmm. And I don't regret that at all. So I was going pistols and shotgun and all that kind of stuff. I don't use a lot of pistols. And uh, I responded that I put my first point in either, I think, boxing. Yeah. Because I, think, I was going to do yeah. that uh, that build that we talked about. Yeah. And boy, that's got to be one of the most worthless first points that you can choose. I mean, may, at least... I don't know. I I attempted to hand to hand combat people and quickly got my butt kicked. Yeah. Every time and, I tried yeah, it, even we, on low level enemies. I mean, they're wearing space suits. It's like you feel like you're punching a brick wall. I I guess I read recently someone they got like the neuro strikes at the end and they mm-hmm. really like it. But yeah, you kind of have to wait a long time to get that ability. Which is why it's a worthless one to put in early. You know, maybe later dump some points in there. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got a comment from Casey as well. They said, I was wondering what you guys what your guys' toughest single enemy in your main playthrough was. He said that his was the Maggot Maw. Have you encountered a I Maggot Maw? I have not. And he he, you know, Casey mentions the Starseed quest. Mm. I have heard mention of this quest. I hear it's very cool. I don't want to know anything about it. Mm-hmm. So don't don't there's tell maggot me. There's maggot maws. But <laughs> apparently there's a maggot maw. Um I I got to tell you. Um, better than your Meemaw. Better than Meemaw. Uh, yeah, she's, yeah, she, <laughs> she gets can be that. Vicious. Uh, the toughest enemy that I encountered, I was pretty low level and going through, uh, you know, burning through main quests. And But in addition to that, uh, so no spoilers, but in addition to that, I did a quest for Sarah and it was like a loyalty quest, mm-hmm. right? So it, it was her story. Um I like this that story, planet, by the way. That was a great story. Great, yeah, mm-hmm. she had a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, those freaking rock monster things that look exactly like they're the same color as the rocks. I had a lot of trouble with those. Are they called rock maws? I do, yeah, I do, so I don't know what they're called, but they are brutally do you remember uh, what level difficult. they were? I Probably don't. Probably 10 if you – maybe you were – yeah, you were above I, I feel 10, like I feel like I was probably level 10 and they were like 15 or 20. Mm-hmm. So maybe I would go back and they wouldn't be a problem. But yeah. that was de- that was one of the times that I thought, oh, I'm struggling. Speaking um, of um Sarah Morgan, she was my toughest enemy because just her constant disapproval of everything <laughs> I do is, has been so difficult. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought not, she was going to say because really. she, she stole your heart. Yeah, no. she stole my heart. <laughs> There's another weird detail in the game. It's like every time you, every time I pass my cot in the razor leaf, I usually nap to get the extra XP, whether it's for an yeah. hour or for 24, if I just want to check my phone or whatever. Or just get health, yeah. Uh, so, and of course, you make love to Sarah apparently every time <laughs> you lay down, if she's yeah, with you, if she's you your partner or companion, I mean. 
And she always has a, a pretty, pretty good comment afterward. But the funny thing is, is my crew members, is the razor leaf is not big. <laughs> Literally, the guy is sitting in the thing next to the only cot that's in there. That is very it's awkward. Like, yeah. She's like, where did you learn that? I hope it wasn't on, uh, on neon. On neon. And, and the dude is like sitting right there. He's like, hey, boss, really love being a part of the crew. <laughs> yeah, I bet he really yeah. loves being a part of the crew. Sick, man. Oh, Can you at least man. go into the cargo bay while <laughs> while we're up here. It's like, dude, this is a community area. Of course, it is the far future. I mean, there there's different sensibilities. You know, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe they're point. very positive attitudes mm-hmm. about a lot of things. Um, but yeah, and then um, you know, thanks. Uh, we had comments from Simon and yeah. somebody whose name I I can't say, and then Miles, who said that they are playing Starfield and Cyberpunk at the same time. I told Miles that he is now my personal hero. He said he had no life, and I disagree. I, I think his yes. life is fantastic because I've been wanting to play Cyberpunk now that they've fixed it after yep. a mere two years. <laughs> that is definitely going to be on on the next Steam sale. I'm going to pick that up. Keep those comments coming. Please do, yeah. yeah. Uh, that pretty much wraps it up for this week. I want to say a huge thank you to everyone that listens on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Seriously, everyone, it like just you listening is it just makes us so happy and like, rich. We're, we're filthy rich now. <laughs> Dwayne says that because oh, that it's was funny because it's not true, uh, not true at all. Um, Podcast glory, it's awesome. So we love it. Thank you so much. We're having fun. That's the important thing. If you like the show, leave a five star review on your favorite podcast app for us. That would actually really help us out. And an extra special thanks for comments and feedback. If you have a comment, suggestion, or an in-game story to share, we love to read them. You can leave it on our YouTube page. There have also been some people that found us on Twitter, formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, X. Um, Sure. X. Sure. We'll talk to you. Hey. Talk to us wherever you find us. We'll 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 talk to you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for traveling the Starfield with us and make sure you subscribe because we will be back for more next week. And more chunks. Is it it's amazing we didn't talk about chunks this time. No, we did. We had to. <laughs> it has to be in every episode. Yeah.